You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk Podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Do you have a difficult relationship with your mother? I just learned a new term, and I know it will help so many of us. Mother hunger. Meet the trauma psychotherapist who says there are three critical things every daughter requires from her mother. If these needs aren't met, the effects can be devastating. I used to hold a lot of shame in thinking that I was too emotional. When I was going through my second divorce, I went to my mother. And how was her response to you? I started drinking when I was 14. Tanika, were you ever told I love you? My thing was just not having protection. That's my biggest wound that comes out in all my relationships. Those women that you see and you think are so strong, there's this terrified little girl underneath, and that's me. Oh, mommy. Well, this is a nice mother-daughter feel. We're I all know, we're color, all color coordinated. And you are as bright as the sun. Yeah. I'm a walking origami, girl. <laughs> I thought I would bring this flower as just continuously remembering how beautiful we all are on our journey of healing. A friend gave me this book, and it has been eye-opening. We all have mother wounds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We all do. Yeah. 
After years of working with patients, trauma psychotherapist Kelly McDaniel witnessed a frequent pattern of harmful behaviors in women which she traced back to mother hunger. I just want to take the time to just say thank you. You're welcome. So Kelly, you say that there are three critical pillars of mother hunger. Yes, nurturance, protection, and then guidance. Okay. Nurturance is everything that involves eye contact. Yeah. Little girls are little communication machines. Baby girls are born starving for their mother's eyes. Wow. So that's part of nurturing. Touch, holding, cradling. The more we hold our babies, it literally grows their brain. I was obsessed with cuddling as a, as a child. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, many times, babies are left too long often yeah. in a stroller when all they want is the constant touch and holding. So touch deprivation that comes from forcing independence, which really started back in the 1920s mm -hmm. with a behaviorist who thought yeah. we could train, train babies like we train dogs, Yeah. right? In 1920, leading behaviorist Dr. John B. Watson conducted one of the most controversial experiments ever to prove that babies could be trained like animals. He used a series of highly unethical tests on a baby nicknamed Little Albert. This baby, known as Little Albert, initially found delight in touching a rabbit. Yet, as Watson began to clang a steel rod and claw hammer behind the child's head whenever he touched the creature, the reaction became not one of delight, but terror. Watson then created what he claimed was the foolproof parenting method, the basics. Never hug your child, never let them sit in your lap, shake hands to greet in the morning, a pat on the head is allowed if they've done an extraordinarily good job. And to get them to sleep, baby should be left alone to cry it out. At that time, Watson was extremely popular. He was the president of the American Psychological Association and wrote a best-selling parenting book that continues to influence generations of parents and pediatricians. Whoa. That doesn't really work. I mean, it works right. because right. babies will adapt, but they will be starving and deprived underneath for touch. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that touch deprivation is easily transferred into needing and wanting more sex because yeah. that's one way we get touch needs met, right? That it's, makes so much sense. The next one is protection. We're hunters and gatherers. So in the days of living on the land, if you left a baby alone, unattended, that's gonna be a dead baby, yeah. right. right? I mean, yeah. if they cry and alert an animal, animal. or a predator. Mm -hmm. So mothers didn't let their babies cry. They kept them in a sling near the breast where they could always feed mm -hmm. and always be safe. Wow. So babies really aren't designed to think, no matter how cute that nursery is, <laughs> I'm supposed to be in a crib. Right. That's scary. Yeah. Babies unfortunately get labeled, oh, she was a difficult baby. Well, what made her difficult? Mm. Well, she cried a lot. Oh, so she wanted you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I think we really have to turn around yeah. what this good baby thing is. Yes. All babies are born good. Yeah. yeah. And you can't spoil a baby. No, no exactly. There's no such thing. No, and I love that you brought yeah. that up because the real definition of spoil is to leave something on a shelf to rot. Right. Yeah. So we spoil our babies when we leave them alone too long. Wow. Mm. We're saying I love that. What we know now is if you leave your infants alone too long, you're creating neediness. Exactly. I never had them in a crib in a room by themselves. They slept with we us. We were obsessed with her. For yes, years it should and be. Years. I love years. that. Co-sleeping yes. is what we are wired for. Right. We come into the world 
expecting to stay close during sleep. And when we separate mom and baby for long hours during the night, yeah. we're really looking at creating a separation anxiety. That's yeah. where mother hunger begins. So anyway, the nurturing protection are the two most primitive parts. Baby girls, baby boys, everyone needs that. Yes. Where things change a bit is as we move into adolescence, little girls are still looking to their mothers for guidance, which is the third pillar. Little boys, on the other hand, may then at that point Go look to more father. to their dad. Yeah, yeah, look to the world of men. Not that boys don't want to be proud of their mother. I don't want to minimize no. that at all. Mm -hmm. But girls really are still going to stay connected. Yeah. When Willow was becoming a young woman, I was like, oh no, I want her to know I'm her person. Yeah. yeah. To guide her through yeah. her emotional development, her physical, sexual development, her everything. The sexual and the physical development, I always felt so, like, open and 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 accepted yeah because you never made me feel like you hadn't been through something right and i feel like a lot of moms want to keep this kind of like picture perfect look of themselves even to their own daughter well sometimes i think some women have a lot of shame yeah, they, around yeah. there was so much taboo around sex back there yeah. exactly. but, but i understand too for me what my mother's experience was yes so, she was just trying to keep me from making the mistakes that she and had made. And you were trying to keep me from making the mistakes that you made. And I decided to bring you close yeah. to show you that you didn't have to deal with our misguidance. Misguidance I mean? and overprotection. I love you know. that you mentioned overprotection, though, because yeah. as women, we all know what it's like to walk down the street and have our car key ready out. Right. We're wired to know we could be in danger. We're going to overprotect our daughters. Oh, yeah. Right? You don't want to send your daughter out there unprepared. Yeah. No. So the pillars. My thing was just not having protection. Yeah. That's my biggest wound that comes out in all my relationships. Yeah. And I've looked for craziest kinds of, a like, protection. protection. And I don't have a really good sense, sense of, of, like, what's safe and what's not. Right. I'm either extremely protective like, or extremely defensive. Right. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Yeah. The environment, it was my addiction. Mm -hmm. She found her security through my mother. Yeah. Right? And, yes. But mommy died when Jada was 13. When mommy died, that's when my addiction really took off. Mm -hmm. That's a really important, important time. time to feel secure and safe. Yeah. And that's when your womanhood starts. Yeah. 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 And that's when she lost her security. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, my mother was her backbone. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. her house was safe. Yeah. Right. And so once she was gone, there was no safety. So then I went into the world and created my own safety, and that was crazy. So right. I had to, like, deal with a lot of stressful adult things at yeah. a young age. I didn't have the ability to deal with the emotions that were coming with it. I just had to buck up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so those women that you see and you think are so strong, there's this terrified little girl underneath. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, this is why we do the work. It's part of the journey. Yeah. It is. You From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Willow, do you have any understanding of your mother hunger yet? Obviously, I was so supported throughout my entire childhood, but there were definitely times where you had trouble looking at your anxiety and your hurt. And so when I was trying to be open about mine, there was no room for that at the time. It's like a lack of emotional support. 100%. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's kind of how I was raised, and that's how I raised her. It was like, toughen up. Yeah, toughen up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to hold a lot of shame in thinking that something was wrong with me or I was too emotional or I had problems. But then when I asked you, like, I want to know you as Jada. Like, I don't want to just know you as my My mom. mom. And we started opening up that conversation and I learned more about her childhood and the kind of environment that you grew up in. I was like, obviously me being a bleeding heart at every turn (laughs) is going to look extremely dangerous. (laughs) Of course. Like, that makes all the sense to me. Well, it's just foreign. Right. Totally. But now I'm an adult and I still come to you all the time. That's a beautiful thing. what it should be. But even my girlfriends, like, I know some of their mothers have this idea of, like, you turned 18 and I don't need to deal anymore. And they're like, but... But this is the moment when I actually need, like, your real wisdom. I love that you're saying that. Yeah. Because it speaks to what I've noticed in the years of working with women. We never outgrow our desire for our mother. Mm -hmm. That's right. Especially when we go through developmental milestones. I remember when I was going through my second divorce, because the first one didn't really count. (laughs) (laughs) The second divorce, I went to my mother. Yeah. And how was her response to you? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
she kind of wanted to know what I did. Exactly. Mm. What did you do wrong? What did I do? Yeah. And that was that generation, wasn't mm -hmm. it? That if there's a divorce, it had to have been something you did wrong. Something that I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. So for me, the pillars, it wasn't protection. It was a bit of nurturing mm -hmm. and then guidance. guidance. Yeah. yeah. I was the youngest of four. I needed more touch and yeah. cuddling and that didn't happen. And then there was the overprotection with the guidance of just having in her mind how she wanted things to be. Yeah. yeah. And her expectations. And when it came to sex, trying to scare you out oh, yeah. of, right. yeah. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. everything is dirty. But yeah. she guided me. Right. Her mother taught me everything about sex. In a way because that was helpful? Yes. You were okay with your mother helping Jada with her, with sexual guidance? I she didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah, that's how it goes. I would have been okay with it mm -hmm. had I known, but just the fact that she didn't feel the need to inform me. <laughs> the mother of Jada. Right. right. But yeah. that was also probably her ownership mm -hmm. yeah. of you. Yeah. Like, Adrienne is her mother, but she's, she's my mine. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? Gam did show up at some really pivotal moments. The day-to-day -day guidance was really not great. Mm -hmm. But when it came to some real life-changing experiences, whether she I was going to stay through. in college or go to law school, she was like, oh, no, you meant to. We're going to Hollywood, girl. You know, who, what mother tells a child what, that? I love that. Yeah. Some beautiful guidance. Yeah, it was gorgeous guidance. Because yeah. I felt all the confidence in the world. Because if she had said to me, yeah. Everything else that lawyer. other people were telling me, like, that's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You need to stay in school. My mother was like, oh, no, we're going to go to California mm -hmm. and we're going to figure this out. Okay, then you feel like you can do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So it was moments like that. Got into some real difficulty mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Things got you out to, of Baltimore. And she that got was... me, got up, and she was like, pack your, <laughs> right now, get in this car. And so that put me on the trajectory that I needed. Yeah. I feel like you saw her in a way that, oh, like, no, oh, for no, sure. no parent just says that to a child if they don't see something special in them, that they're like, okay, there's a spark there that I don't feel like is going to get ignited in a courtroom. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Well there was said. another time, too, Gam, when I was in Italy by myself, mm -hmm. and I called you. Because remember when the valet said to me, I have a boat, I'm gonna take you out to oh, dinner. Oh, jeez. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm in Italy, I'm 20, you know. The low home. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I called my mother. It's like, mom, the valet wants to take me on this <laughs> boat. She said, well, first of all, if he has a boat, what's he doing parking cars? And second of all, you are not <laughs> getting on no boat with nobody. If something happens to you, nobody's gonna hear you. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be in the middle of nowhere. Do not. Jada? <laughs> and I said, oh, snap, mom, you're right. So good. And let me tell you, because I was about to get on that boat. How old were you? I was 20. 20? See, still need a mom. That's beautiful and speaks to the bond. Exactly. Yes. Even though the bond had been through periods so of times that were had broken 
points. Mm -hmm. A daughter always wants her mother. Yes. And if a mother's ready to receive and be there then, there's always time for repair. Yeah, because for all I know, I could have been trafficked. Yeah. You could have been. Right. Straight up, because right. they knew I was alone. Oh my gosh. I think to that day, I'm like, she saved my life again. Yeah, because both of you. The pivotal, the pivotal moments with you guys. Yeah. Another moment for me was when you asked me to go to Australia with you. Oh yeah, when I got the Matrix and I literally just had Willow. We were gonna be in Australia for like a year and a half. Oof. And I called my mom and I was like, I need some help. And I did not hesitate. I did not have a conversation with my husband at the time. She asked me and I immediately said, absolutely. Yeah. Because I knew that it was an opportunity for us to heal. There was this healing in watching her give to them mm -hmm. what we didn't have, but we were having it through them. What a beautiful way to step in yeah. and re-mother Jada as you helped with Willa. Right. Yeah, and Jaden. Right. She I, had them both. The book was really helpful in me seeing how I was able to change for you. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that was so missing in my relationship with my mother and yeah. with Jada was just touch. Yeah. Very rarely yeah. will you we see, see Jada and I even touch. Yeah. yeah. Hug. And you if know. we do, it's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> it's awkward. Because we didn't hug in our family. We knew we were loved. Yeah. But it just wasn't that kind of nurturing touch. And you remember how you always wanted to Cuddle. Cuddle oh, yeah. and sleep yeah. with us. I mean, and you let me sleep with oh, you. I, I know we that's what I'm saying. We cuddled a lot. But yeah. that was different for her. Yeah. She never yeah. cuddled with me. And totally. it felt so good. Yeah. yeah. It felt so good to be able to have that. And totally. I never had it. When I had it with you, then I missed it with Jada. Yeah. Right. I realized how much I miss with her. Oh, but yeah. the, here's the thing. Here's the beauty of it how it was able to change. Mm -hmm. And that's right. the thing. Right. That's what this is all, all about, about, is trying to break the pattern. And the totally. cycle. Totally. So, entertainment reporter Tanika Ray says the concept of mother hunger socked her to her soul. Tanika hosted Extra for seven years. She says growing up in the affluent suburb of Brentwood, California, didn't exempt her from having severe mother hunger. The way I was mothered was unsatisfactory. My mother and I just don't speak the same language. We don't agree on the sky color. We don't agree on anything. Her thing is, well, forget it. I just won't ever give you advice again. It's like, okay, mom, whatever. My cries for help were ignored, criticized, and othered. When you have an emotional child that needs to be heard, it's dangerous. I learned at such a young age not to depend on her, but when I had a child, that's when this like ghost voice comes out of nowhere. No, just stop. Oh God, why am I using that voice? That aggressive voice that, that then made me cower. My daughter said to me at age six, mommy, why don't you and Grammy hug? Broke my heart. Appearances are really important to my family, but there was no intimacy or love in the house. And I always call myself a survivor because I was, and I don't want to cry, but I was so depressed. I started drinking when I was 14, and so I want to make sure that I don't have that, my daughter trying to escape me going forward, and that she knows that I'm a safe space. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your testimony. Thank yeah. you for having me. I'm so grateful for this book. I've been really proficient 
at putting all these feelings away. But I guess God felt like this was the time for me to finally face this crap. I have been a fountain, a waterfall of tears, and so I'm gonna try to keep it together. But what I realized, thinking I had eating disorders, that I have a problem with love and receiving it, that I had all these things that I needed therapy for, the nugget at the center is this, mother hunger. Mother hunger, yeah. Because our first experience of love comes from her touch and how she feeds us. Mm -hmm. So food is our first experience of love. When I work with women with mother hunger, there are food troubles. Mm -hmm. What we start with is just... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Whichever hurts the most. Tanika, your acknowledgement that you, your parents were very giving as far as material things. That doesn't soothe our need for love. Material things doesn't do it. I've had so much shame in my life because why do I have any space to talk about my issues? I grew up with things. And to have the life experiences that I have, how dare I? Mm-hmm. have even a moment of complaint yeah. about not receiving love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that has kept me quiet and really just kept the pain cycling. 
and just getting darker and uglier. Right. I really, really just relate to what you just said. I feel like let the tears come because that internal, we've just been holding so hard for so frozen. Frozen Frozen grief. 100%. That really hit me when you called it the, like, I'm thawing out. Yeah, because I'm always crying too, Tanika. I'm a fountain. Defrosting. I'm defrosting. Yeah. What's interesting though, mother hunger waits and it waits Mm -hmm. and it is frozen grief until there's enough support that it can thaw. Our body knows what we can handle and what we can't. And if our life is too difficult, this won't come up. But I think that's part of the reason why, you know, a little bit of that emotional nurturance wasn't there with us yeah. you know, in my childhood. Absolutely, yeah. Because you didn't feel safe enough to thaw nope. yeah. at that time. I was looking at you like, like how dare you? What right. is wrong? What is wrong you with you? You got everything. Not knowing that the very essential thing she yes. needed was frozen in you. It was it's frozen in me. Tanika, were you ever told I love you? Never. It's 100,000% so painful to think about, considering that I have my own daughter. That's a whole other type of pain. And um, my grandmother, my mother's mother, died unexpectedly when my Mm. mother was two months away from delivering me. So there's grief as well as trauma. I was born into grief and sadness. I try to talk to my mom about these things. And I said, you must have been really sad when I was born. No, I was fine. Yeah. She can't access it. It's so core to mother hunger. But you brought up shame. Here's how our brains work as little girls. If our mother is somehow compromised, she's traumatized, and therefore she can't care for us, The message we get isn't something's wrong with mom. The message we get is something's Something's wrong with with me that she can't love me. We don't ever stop loving her. We just don't learn to love us. Mm -hmm. And that is the shame that's core in mother hunger. Yeah. Is there any benefit to Tanika sitting down with her mom? It's pretty rare to have a group like this of mothers and daughters (laughs) that could actually sit and have this conversation. I don't generally encourage going to her mother because sometimes that leads to another disappointment, maybe a fresh rejection, and it's very, very risky, which is why I think it's important that we come up with who our celestial mother is. The mother we create is Mm -hmm. the mother that adores us, wanted us, who we admire, and you may actually think of a woman that you know. You're like, oh yeah, I wish my mom were like that. You create that mother and that's who you cry to. Yeah. That's who you talk to, that's who you pray to. That's who you curl up with at night and say, thanks for keeping me alive today. Right. I think when you realize what was lost, did I miss out on nurturing? Did I miss out on protection or maybe it was guidance? We go replace those things ourselves. Yeah. We are the mother now. Yeah. You have two girls. You've got your daughter and you have your little girl inside of you that so needs you too. So if you can extend the same yumminess, the nurturing, the safety, and the guidance for you that you're giving her, that's gonna help a lot heal what you didn't have, right? When you don't have the mother that you wished you had, the only thing you have left to do is to mother yourself. That's right. You're already a cycle breaker because you are aware, and I can say this, that every bit of you that you heal, your daughter inherits. Yeah. You don't have to say a word. I know you got this. A beautiful shining heart of yours. Every day I work on it. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you, you for sharing. Yeah. I know Tanika's mother is going to see this. And I want Tanika and her mother to know that we have compassion for whatever she hadn't been given. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because she has a story. Every mother is first a daughter. Yes. Every mother is first a daughter. It's deep. That got me. I've always wanted to have a table and find information where people could have a guidance towards yeah. healing. And your book is that for the mother-daughter relationship. But I also think for sons, you know, when I was mm -hmm. reading this, mm -hmm. I thought about Trey and Jaden, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? And I Good. thought about, Good. you know, their mother hungers. And yeah. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. That's also real too. Thanks for bringing that up. 100%. Mm. All right. We have 25-year-old Catrice. She has a deep case of mother hunger. Catrice says she's feeling hopeless and has struggled with low self-esteem most of her life. Growing up, she didn't know her biological father, and her mother was battling with a crack addiction. My mom, she depended on my stepdad for financial reasons. And when he passed away, it was really, really hard. And like we couldn't afford to really live where we lived. I kind of held that against her. And I felt like, well, maybe she should have, you know, gotten her life together. Catrice says her life has been racked with instability. When I was in college, I actually had to go to therapy because I had like crippling anxiety about leaving college because it was such a safety net for me. I was like, okay, I have an apartment and I have food here. When I graduate, I'm scared that I'm just gonna go home and I'm gonna have to take care of people and not live my life. She says she's learning to heal from the resentment she feels toward her mother. I'm realizing like she overcame an addiction. She might just need a hug and for someone to tell her like they're proud of her. Wow. Yeah. Hi, Catrice. Welcome to the table. Thank you guys for opening up this space to just be vulnerable and talk about these hard things because it's new for me. Yeah. Something that so deeply touched me when you said sometimes she just needs a hug. What about you? Who gives you a hug and says, I'm so proud of you. Look at you. You're in your mid-20s and you're doing all this. Yeah, I learned like over the years to kind of give that to myself. I was oftentimes just trying to satisfy my mom growing up mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. doing things that would stand out to make her proud. And me and my mom kind of butted heads growing up a lot in terms of that, because I needed that. And she was this strong woman who yeah. dealt with her Here issues just by like keeping it moving and yep. I was more of a person who wanted to like cry it out. I wanted the same, home, you know what I mean? Your lap. And she was <laughs> Me just too. like, you know, deal with like, it on your not, own. Right. She was like, got things to do. Yeah. We don't have time for all that. Right. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I, we come from that too, so. <laughs> but now me and my mom have to work on our relationship, you know, yeah. because I've been kind of facing issues with wanting to have my own children someday. And it's like, I don't want to be in a cycle of causing trauma to my future kids. So I've had a lot of anxiety around wanting to become a mother myself because yeah. of trauma wounds that I haven't healed from. 
Yeah. Well, the good thing is you don't have to have any mm -mm. kids anytime soon. No, <laughs> really don't. <laughs> okay, no, but I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you're no talking rush. about it. No yeah. Now. Before becoming a mother, right. And is this a journey that you really want to take? Because I think people take still are having way. kids yes. and not giving much thought into what that really means. And that yeah. saddens me. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's tragic, me. actually. So yeah. I kind of think you're already being a really good mother yeah. because you're asking yourself these questions. Mm -hmm. So whether you have children or not, or when, you're already loving your unborn children yeah. mm -hmm. yep. by becoming aware. Yeah. Well, thank you, Catrice. Thank you. So we have Rochelle, a mother of two daughters, and she shared how a lack of nurturing played out in her life. My mom died when I was two, and my dad remarried, and she died when I was six. There was never that person at home um, who had me in the way that a mom would have their daughter. I had bought my own bras myself. I went through puberty myself. I figured things out. I knew when I became a mom, I had to do everything I could to ensure that my kids would never feel the pain or suffer without a mom. Rochelle says she refuses to be away from her kids for more than a few hours, turning down invites to girls' trips and going to dinner only if she knows she'll be home for bedtime. Her social life is basically non-existent. My daughters are 14 and eight, and neither child goes to bed without mama. And I want them to know that I'm there at the end of every day and at the beginning of every day, and that they will never be without me, ever. It brings me a lot of healing, um, but it's always conflicted healing. I look at both of them and I admire them so deeply because they're strong. And yes, I'm sorry. They are just um, such beautiful young women. And I feel proud of them. Like I so wish my mom would have felt of me. But I didn't have that. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yeah, those tears make so much sense. Mm -hmm. So much sense. You lost so much yeah. as a very little girl, and it goes right to the heart of deprivation. Yeah. Just have to say, I love that you're there at the start of every day yes. and the end of every day, mm -hmm. because what we know, those are the most important times for bonding with our children, and your daughters are so lucky. You're doing such an excellent job giving those girls what they need, mm -hmm. which means pretty soon, it's gonna be your turn. Yeah. To find comfort, probably from women who can hold you, guide you, and help you defrost yes. this grief that is in your body waiting its turn. Yeah. The little two-year-old that lost a mother, the six-year-old that lost a mother, they still so desperately want one. They do. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself just always longing for my person that yes. I've never had. It's yes. like that longing for what, for me, is in, in ultimately insatiable at this point, but it's so real. Yeah. yeah. But it, it seems like once your girls are able to branch out a little bit, you'll have a little bit more time to have some relationships of your own outside of your girls. <laughs> yes. Yeah? You do, and I yeah. think sometimes it can be really difficult to find friends yes. that you trust to come in yeah. to support you, because if you've never learned 
to rely on your mother, relying on your girlfriends is really tricky. And this is where sometimes I encourage people to go ahead and find a coach or a professional who can be that surrogate mother for a while. Sometimes that's a safer way to go because this person is that designed to be here for you, yeah. to hold your secrets, hold you in a gaze, one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. yeah. which sometimes your girlfriends aren't there to do. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes the story is too heavy for a lot of people and perhaps there's a neediness from that emanates from me. So I think that gets heavy for people sometimes. Yeah. Rochelle, is understanding mother hunger giving you hope? Oh, absolutely. I searched and I searched as a motherless mother and a yeah. motherless daughter for what was wrong. And then you, you find a, a, a resource that gives you words yes. to that explain what you feel on a daily basis. I do think that once there's logic attached and there's a reason I feel this way, then put the pieces of me back together. I can't do it alone, like there's no way. As much as we'd like to do it ourselves and go it alone, we've been doing that too long. Mm -hmm. yeah. We know how to do that. We know how to be tough. We know how to be lonely. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's time <laughs> to really let ourselves be helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And vulnerable, right? And, yeah. and vulnerable in stating that we need the help. Yeah. Thank you, Rochelle. I'm giving you the biggest virtual. <laughs> we are. We are. We're all Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Your work is just so important. So, yeah, thank you for all you do. Thank you. Ooh, what wow. a treasure. Yeah, wow. sweet soul. I just want to say it's never too late to heal yourself or to try to heal with your children. And my acknowledgement of my frailties and my failures have just been a way for me to heal. Mm. And heal with Jada. Mm -hmm. no, I mean, it's just acknowledging. It's beautiful. Yeah. Our life was not perfect. And yeah. that is a living apology. Yeah. And you get to be a new mommy today. Exactly. I just want to say I'm grateful for all three of you just wanting to be better women and therefore be better mothers. Let's hold hands. Let's, Let's hold, hold hands. hands. Oh, this was you. really great. Kelly, it thank was. you. Thank so you so much. much. I such feel so honored to sit here with you all. And you finding this book? is going to help so many women. This book needed you. Thank you. And we needed it. In elephant herds, girl elephants and mothers and grandmothers never leave each other. Wow. Ever. The matriarch, the grandmother, she is always in charge of wow. the herd, and the little girls never leave their mothers. Wow. The bulls, when they get a certain age, they will go on. Yeah. Not never the women. leave. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.